Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and today I'm talking with Vera, my sister. She's amazing and fun. Always, it's always my favorite episode, not to like cut down anybody else, but I have a special place in my heart for her. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, back, Vera. What's up? How's so it going? So glad you're here. We were, we literally had to like, I was belly laughing because she was putting small animals across the screen. And I don't know if we're going to be able to hold it together for this one. We're going to do our best. Yeah, <laughs> and we're, we really are. We've been tossing around the idea of um, starting to record our podcasts, like video record, and put them up on YouTube. And I'd have to really tame tame what I do because just a few minutes ago, a lizard was eating the cords of our, <laughs> of our uh, headphones. Um, that's what's going um, on. Also, just in case, just to help you visualize what our headphones look like, I have like real professional headphones and Vera has on a pair of Mr. Incredible headphones. <laughs> yeah, the Incredibles. We're doing the best we can over here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just give it, just keeping it real. <sighs> All right. So let's talk about our verse though. Yes. I, I love this verse. It's It seems like a really easy verse, but it's actually really, really, really hard. It's so, simple, but hard. That's the the trick there yeah it's you're like oh yeah i can do that and then it's like oh but no actually mm-hmm. so our verses from ephesians 4 32 it says be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in christ god forgave you mm-hmm. you want to say something vera that's so good <laughs> <laughs> actually i love i I really love the design for this month. Um, for those of you who are listening and are not looking at your, you know, your lock screen or you're not on Instagram right this second, um, it's it's a leaf this month. And um, I talked a little bit about the design of it in one of our Instagram posts, but I just love this image of, um, you know, when you look at a leaf up close, you see the veins and how the life source is outside of the leaf. It's the water coming up through the root. And I just was thinking about how compassion and forgiveness and kindness are like a life source to us. Mm. Um, anyway, I just really love the visual and I love, um, I just, I love everything about this verse because it really is a huge challenge for anybody who's human. <laughs> So anybody who's not human, you can go ahead and turn this off at this point. Yep. But all of you humans out there, um, you might want to keep listening. That's exactly (laughs) right. That's exactly right. I like what you said, though, about it being something that comes from outside of us. I think that's so true that when we're trying to muster up those kinds of feelings, you know, it's really easy to be kind or compassionate with somebody who is kind to us or compassionate towards us. But it's really hard to do that for somebody who isn't kind to us or who is not very compassionate towards us. Mm-hmm. How do, I mean, like, where does that kind of kindness and compassion come from? And I, I think really, honestly, it can only come from Christ. 
Um, and that's where that second half of the verse comes in, you know, that be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. So because we have this forgiveness, because we have experienced the love of God in Christ, we are able then to give away something that otherwise is, is foreign for us. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, even the call of uh, forgiveness is so countercultural right now in this moment. Um, just like uh, if, if somebody's wronged you or hurt you, it's like cut them out of your life. That's kind of a common message that we hear right now. It's like if they're not good for you, you cut them out. And that doesn't mean like let people walk all, all over you or anything like that. Or if somebody is really harmful or hurtful, that's that's different. But like this idea of going to the person with your grievance and working it out and finding forgiveness and, you know, confessing what you've maybe done wrong. That's really mm -hmm. not, uh, I would say it's not like in vogue right now, necessarily. Um, we're, yeah. we're way more likely to thumbs up, you know, somebody who's tearing down somebody else. If we agree with that person, whether it's a political thing or whatever, it's like, yeah, they're right. and They're wrong. You know, it's just not really a, culture of kindness necessarily yeah i think i think you just uh lifted up the uh dirty underbelly of our society right now which is so social media um it's sort of yeah it's like everybody's wearing a really cute shirt and then you realize it's a half shirt and they have a dirty hairy belly button that's social media <laughs> oh my gosh is that too uh, vivid yeah i need to say that a different way no we'll take it. it's, it's too true um it, it is though it's just we've all got that nasty part of us mm -hmm. you know and our society as a whole has that nasty part of us and how do we learn how to have a discourse with one another that is kind and compassionate that does reflect christ that is willing to forgive and to look at somebody and say you know what i think you're wrong but i'm still gonna love you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah i will say this too to your comment about you know we shouldn't be a doormat or we shouldn't let people who hurt us continue to hurt us. Um, there's a difference between forgiving somebody and reconciling with somebody. And sometimes the, the best thing that we can do is to forgive somebody, even if reconciliation is impossible, mm -hmm. this side of heaven, you mm -hmm. know, like you, but in your heart, if you can come to that place where you're able to forgive them, you are not just releasing them from your anger and your frustrations with them or whatever, but you're also releasing yourself from that bitterness that is, is just insipid. It's going to do bad things in your heart and, and you want to be able to get that out. So that's really good. I mean, you said that way more compelling than I did, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, when we harbor unforgiveness, it, it actually, it eats us up on the inside. It does. You know, it makes our hearts cold and hard. And, you know, it's. I, I think about it this way. Like, let's say I get in an argument with my husband. I love to start to employ that silent treatment. Doesn't mm. it? Like, it feels so good for a minute. It's like, oh, I'm mad. And I don't know if anybody else does this, but when I'm frustrated, I like shut my mouth and I start cleaning everything around me. Actually... <laughs> It's kind of nice. I'm not going to lie to, to do that, but it's productive. it's productive. I'm a productive, ang angry person. Um, but like to have to, to give out that silent treatment, it feels good immediately. And then you can, you just feel it tightening up on you. 
And a lot of times I can even feel it and I continue to choose to, to choose it. And so, you know, but when I re- when, when, you know, we do apologize and we do get back on the same page, I look back and I'm like, oh, that just felt gross, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. it really is, you're punishing yourself just as much as you think you're punishing the other person. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. But it is, isn't it just so hard in the moment to like stop yourself from that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've, I can stop myself. I think the best that I ever do is to speed up the process of wanting to forgive and to see my own wrong and to acknowledge my part. That's um, true. And actually, Matt and I, my husband, we have a rule. And I would, I would say that if you have a roommate or a significant other or, you know, a sibling that you're very close to or whoever that is that you're like mostly doing life with, we, so Matt, Matt and I got in this argument one time when we were, I think, newly engaged and we were driving like a long road trip, like several hours. And we, he was ready to like hold down the silent treatment for the entire ride. He's like, yep, I'm in it. And we ended up, we ended up like fixing the problem, talking it out before the trip was over. But we made a rule right then and there that we've held on to our entire marriage of eight years. And that's like 30 minutes is the max. Like it's okay to go cool down and gather your thoughts, but we don't employ the, thir- uh, the uh, silent treatment for longer than 30 minutes. I mean, I applaud you. <laughs> I'm so righteous. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like until bedtime or I don't know, like, uh, <laughs> I wish I had that rule in my marriage, but I don't think that would work for us. Yeah, it, it's worked. It's worked we're for longer. us. We're longer. Ours is um, bedtime. That's our rule. Yeah. Is that, you know, that whole like, do not let the sun go down on your anger it's funny because what would happen in our early marriages, we would get in a fight and then we would still be mad at each other and we would go to bed and Jason would um, sleep. He would go to sleep. And you would lay there angry for hours. And I would stew <laughs> and roll over and just be, ah, you know, all night long. And in the morning he'd wake up and he'd be like, Hey babe. And I literally would growl at him and I'd be like, get away from me. Like I'm still, and he's like, what, what but, what? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. See, because I'm still mad at you mm-hmm. and we still haven't worked through this situation. So I just think that that's, it's a good rule to have to like not get too much distance mm-hmm. between because when one person maybe is like, hey, this is my, because for Jason, his best thing is to have distance and space. And then he cools down and he's totally cool. Whereas for me, like that distance in space is just elevating. It's like a, yeah, it's like um, a volcano getting ready to explode. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. And now it, it, like the minute that you just even get close, it's going to erupt on you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So in our marriage, we have learned that there's a, there's a right amount of time for the both of us. And uh, yeah, definitely not, not after bedtime though. Yeah. Well, and I will say too, I mean, we'll do the, it's, it is. It is good for us for the 30 minutes. I mean, Matt, he would like forgive and make up within most of the time. He's the, he's the faster to forgive. And I'm the one that's like wanting to hang on to my pride. Um, but yeah, the 30 minutes has helped. And there, I mean, it's not like it's the magic bullet every time, especially when you got little kids and sometimes you mm. can't like hash it out until bedtime, but it, there's at least like a acknowledgement of the other person. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) You are in the room with me. Yes, exactly. But all that to say, keeping short accounts is super valuable. It it really is valuable. And it, it, again, it's, it's helpful to, for the reconciliation between the two individuals, but really also like selfishly, it's your heart is at stake there. You know, you should want your heart to not get hard and cold. Well, you know, I think too, like if we want to go back to what our verse is telling us too, that we're supposed to forgive each other just as in Christ God has forgiven us. That's like, if you think about what motivated or what, um, why did Jesus forgive us? Like, what was the thing that we did to earn back that forgiveness? Do you understand? Like, I think sometimes when we are angry with somebody else, we, we want them to grovel. You know, we want them to, to do the thing or to say that we were right or um, somehow merit our forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you know, if you look at the way that Christ, who is perfect, forgave us, like, there's nothing that we could ever do to deserve that forgiveness. And yet we don't want to forgive in that same way like mm-hmm. when other people wrong us. We we want instead to maintain that we're right and that they're wrong. And you know what I mean? Like to, they to came to, to their that- senses, you know, and we convinced <laughs> yeah. them that we were so right, you know, wrongly offended. But in, in a real, you know, again, since we're only talking to real humans here, um, <laughs> you know, real humans, we were both always wrong. It's mm-hmm. so rare that one of us is righteous and the other one is totally wrong like that. There is, all, you know, there's always some some amount of wrong. I can't, I can't say always, but almost always. There is some amount of wrong on both sides. And therefore, you, you've got to be able to get to a place where you're willing to humble yourself before that person and also ask for forgiveness back. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, like you know, that's going back to that idea of reconciliation versus forgiveness. There are times when, you know, it would be wrong for you to reconcile with somebody who is abusive to you or something of that nature. But normal, ordinary relationships, as far as it depends on you, be reconciled to that person. Mm -hmm. You know, that that forgiveness should be a two-way street, especially when you're talking about two Christians. Mm -hmm. So here's a question, and I just want to put this in the minds of people so that they can walk away and think about this, and I want to think about this, but is there somebody who you currently don't like? Somebody who rubs you the wrong way, somebody who, you know, you just kind of have a hard heart towards. And I want us to hold that person in our mind this month as we think about being kind, as we think about being compassionate, as we think about forgiving as Christ, um, as in Christ, God has forgiven us. Like, what is it going to require for our heart to change towards that person? Mm -hmm. And I just, I think that is a really good, like, takeaway for us. Like, how do we apply this first? I think you think of that hardest person, um, especially somebody that you have regular interactions with. Maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's, you know, a, a family member or somebody, just somebody who is always under your skin. And what is it going to take for you to get to that place where you can change your heart towards them? And my hope is, and I, I think this is true, that when we treat people, even people that we don't get along with very well, with kindness and compassion, even kindness and compassion that they don't deserve, that they haven't earned, 
And when we, we have a heart of forgiveness towards them, that our heart, when it changes, it will actually create a reconciliation there. Mm-hmm. That it's really hard for people to um, to be respected and to be cared for and to be thought of and to be, you know, treated that way, and to them for them to just, you know, continue to to be aggressive towards you or mean or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now that's really good. Yeah, just taking that step, even the first step of like thinking about the person and even praying for them, and and even like asking God to transform you back to May's verse. Because you may not even want it. You may be like, yeah, I don't even want that towards that person. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to want forgiveness towards them or to, to forgive right. them. So just, you know, that God would even just start to <laughs> start the thawing a little bit. You know, it's right. it doesn't have to be overnight. No, and I, I, th- I do think, again, like there this isn't this isn't like some kind of you know, rainbows and puppy dogs version of Christianity, like realistically, you can only be responsible for you. Mm -hmm. But as far as it depends on you, as much as it can be in your own heart, even again, if this is an irreconcilable relationship, if it's a a parent who abandoned you as a child, if it's, um, you know, a, a person who you went to grade school with, who you haven't seen in 20 years, who just really wrecked you and bullied you, whatever it is, like, is there a way that you could come to a place of peace and in your heart towards them? And, and I, I don't think, again, that it, that's possible inside of yourself. But I think if we are like that leaf that's attached to that life-giving source of Jesus Christ, he will allow us and empower us to do things that are radical and, and otherwise impossible. Amen. Amen. That's amazing. So that's, that's my challenge for you. That's my challenge for me. That's my challenge for Vera's Mr. Incredible headphones. You know, (laughs) even Mr. Incredible might need to be forgiving of people. (laughs) Listen, these headphones, I'm never getting rid of these. No, I mean, they've got the little eye logo and all the, the swishy things on it. And If we do running. ever start a uh, putting this up on YouTube, I will be wearing these still. I can promise you that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh. they're legit and they almost don't fit down on your ears because they're obviously made for children. Yeah, they your I mean, I've got like it popping out. The, yeah, the I got side. them extended down as far as it's possible. Maybe I could like add some extenders or something. All right. Well, I think I think that's it for today. Uh, talking about forgiveness, it it is not uh, impossible for us because we have Christ. So this month we'll be talking about that all month. And I hope for those of you who have listened to this that you will be thinking about like like more than anything. The reason that we have this podcast is to help you take this word and apply it to your life. So I hope that this would be something that you would come away from even in a year from now and be like, man, I actually forgave that person. I can't believe that happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, V. See you next month. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.